Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, episode number 23, which is a bummer because it's my favorite number, and um, I was really wanting to talk about something fun today, but instead, we're going to talk about the coronavirus. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. You can't escape it. It's everywhere, and I'm not talking about like the actual virus. I'm talking about the news and social media and sports being canceled, and people no longer shaking hands or hugging and all that good stuff, right? It doesn't matter who you are or where you are, it is impacting you. So it seems only right to do an episode about COVID-19, which for those of you that don't know, is the name of the actual strain of the coronavirus that is causing all these problems and making people really worried. So for the rest of this podcast... We're just going to use those terms interchangeably, okay? I might say COVID-19, I might say coronavirus, and I may be pronouncing COVID-19. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> the first thing I want to say is that I am totally and completely kidding with the title of this episode. I am not promising any sort of miraculous cure or any sort of a special nutritional concoction that will give you, you know, um, like vaccinate you against <laughs> the coronavirus. So what are we talking about today? Well, I'm glad you asked. Here's the easiest way for me to sum it up. I want to kind of delve into what the corona, what the coronavirus is teaching us about weight loss and what the process of losing weight and getting healthy teaches us about the coronavirus. Because believe it or not, there's a very common central thread and it's beautifully summed up in this quote from Josh Waitzkin. Josh Waitzkin is a world champion in chess and martial arts and literally just like a bona fide genius. Um, he's a pretty sharp dude. And he says this, It is rarely a mysterious technique that leads to success, but rather a profound mastery of a basic skill set. Let me repeat that. It is rarely a mysterious technique that leads to success, but rather a profound mastery of a basic skill set. The way I like to kind of rephrase it is that the simple things done consistently are often the best things. Washing your hands, for example. It's not profound, but it's powerful. And I promise this is not going to be an episode about washing your hands, okay? So please don't turn it off right here. But, I mean, washing your hands, it's so simple, right? But it's powerful, but only if you actually do it and do it consistently. That's the key part that most people miss or just completely ignore. They know it's important, and they might do it every now and then, but they don't do it consistently until something scares the bejesus out of them. And that's exactly the way, unfortunately, that's the way it is with coronavirus or COVID-19, and it's also the way it is with losing weight and getting in shape. It's, as I like to say, it's the gradual magic of the boring stuff, <laughs> the basic boring stuff, 
has a, this amazing magic to it, but it's very gradual. So if we master the basics, you rarely need to worry about anything quote unquote special. Like you don't have to worry about anything beyond that because there's no need for keto or tracking macros or some super fat shred workout or any of that crap. If we will just master the basic, but sometimes boring skills. Now with this in mind, like I said earlier, I don't have any sort of a magical coronavirus cure, but I do have some great suggestions beyond just washing your hand. And it all boils down to this. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to get and stay as healthy as possible. Now, before you're like screaming, <laughs> thanks, Captain Obvious. Like, good job, Corey. Yeah, I know. I want to stay as healthy as possible. Look, I'm talking about on a full, like, systemic level. I'm not talking about staying healthy, like, oh, let's avoid the coronavirus. The whole process of, like, losing weight is so much, it's, it's about so much more than just seeing your abs or looking a certain way. And times like these exemplify my point. The healthier, healthier and fitter that you are, I don't even know if that's a word, fitter, healthier and more fit, whatever. The healthier and more fit or fitter that you are, the more equipped your body is to fight off COVID-19 or any other infection for that matter. So for me, when I think of getting and staying as healthy as possible, it really all comes down to four things, okay? So we're going to go over four kind of big categories to help you get and stay as healthy as possible. Number one, exercise. Research shows us again and again that regular exercise improves your immune system and it reduces your chances for developing an illness, period. And while I don't know of like any major research to back this up, it only stands to reason, at least for me, that the fitter and healthier your lungs are, the less likely a cold or flu or COVID-19 or any sort of respiratory illness will become severe. So assuming this, it might be a good idea to maybe prioritize cardiovascular exercise. Now, again, that's just my logic, but it isn't necessarily backed up by research, but maybe just for a while, you know, sure, you can, if you're, if you're like me and you love working out with weights, you keep doing your weights, but maybe just get a little extra cardiovascular in, just really get your lungs and your cardiovascular system as healthy as possible, just in case you got to fight something off. The one other interesting exercise note, kind of a little side note about exercise, is that the immune system benefits are seen primarily from moderate exercise. When you go way too intense, way too often, that's what I call grinding yourself to a nub, this can actually lower your immunity. So, it's not, it's not, it's not the more, the better kind of thing. It's not like, man, I'm going to work myself to death so that my immune system will be crazy, crazy strong. No, that's actually going to backfire on you. It's like your body is so beat down. It's struggling to recover from like the exercise torture, much less being able to fight off an infection. So if you routinely go to the gym and just destroy yourself, or if you go for a run and just destroy yourself with that run, Forgive me, CrossFitters, you guys come to mind <laughs> right now, whether it's running or weightlifting or whatever. But like if you go way too intense, way too often, you might want to ease up just a little, maybe just for a few weeks until we know more about the good old Mexican beer virus. Sorry, I don't mean to make jokes about the situation, but sometimes a little humor is good. Uh, the coronavirus there. So that's number one, exercise, consistent, steady, moderate exercise. Next up, number two, quality nutrition. 
Surprise, surprise. I bet you didn't know I was going to say that, right? Good old John Mayer said, your body is a wonderland for anybody that's my age and remembers that song. Well, I say this, your body is an ecosystem. And if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you've heard me say that. Your body is like an ecosystem and everything that you eat or don't eat and drink or don't drink has a tremendous impact on this internal ecosystem that you have. When you consistently, there's that word again, that word that so many of us struggle with, when you consistently consume high-quality whole foods with an emphasis on vegetables and like really richly colored fruit like berries, when you do that along with drinking plenty of water and you work to reduce your refined sugar intake, you are on your way to healing, repairing, and optimizing your ecosystem. And guess what? When your ecosystem is optimized, it's much, much easier for your body to fight off any sort of sickness or infection. And this is exactly what we do in my Inner Circle Coaching Group. We take specific intentional steps with our nutrition and exercise to help repair and optimize your body's internal ecosystem. This not only will help your body fight off sickness like I just talked about, but it makes losing weight easier. It gives you much better and more stable energy levels. It helps you recover from workouts better, and it helps you sleep better. The list just goes on and on and on. So, my friends, quality nutrition consistently makes a massive difference. Next up, number three, rest, sleep. Mm. Mm -mm. Gang, we live in a... (laughs) crazy world right now. We live in this go, 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 got to get it done culture that worships the grind and the hustle. We worship those things so much that somehow we almost frown on anything beyond six hours of sleep as being lazy. And we admire those like productivity wizards, you know, who say stuff like, man, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Sleep is overrated. It's, it's like the cocky but ignorant 19-year-old version of ourselves has taken over the world and is running the world. <laughs> it's like, good Lord, have mercy. Let me give you a little news flash here. Sleep is not overrated. If anything, it's massively underrated. Most people have no idea just how much it impacts basically every aspect of their life. A lack of sleep increases your chances for about five different serious medical conditions, including cardiovascular disease, hypertension, that's high blood pressure, diabetes, no fun, and surprise, surprise, obesity. What? Corey, you're telling me that being lazy and sleeping more could actually help me lose weight? Um, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. And here's the thing, not only does it increase sleep, increase, um, or excuse me, lack of sleep increase your chances for all of those diseases, it also reduces your body's ability to resist infection. So you're not only talking about cardiovascular disease and diabetes and stuff like that, you're more prone to infection. Can somebody say Corona, COVID-19? Look, research shows that people who averaged less than seven hours of sleep per night were about three times more likely to develop cold symptoms than the other people in the study who got eight or more hours of sleep. So basically what they did is they took two groups of people. One group averaged less than seven hours, and the other group got eight or more hours, and they exposed both of them to the virus that causes the common cold. 
And the people who got less than seven hours, when, it, when exposed to that virus, they were three times more likely to develop cold symptoms, to quote-unquote get the cold, than the people who got eight or more hours. That's pretty powerful evidence right there, gang. So look, you know what? Go ahead. Hustle and grind yourself <laughs> to getting sick and being obese and becoming diabetic and having a heart attack. I mean, that sounds like a great plan, doesn't it? <laughs> or you could do the really boring but really awesome thing and get eight or more hours of sleep per night. And you may be screaming right now or thinking, Corey, it's not that easy. Look, I get it. There are certain phases of life where it's really, really tough. But I also know this. If you will plan and prioritize it, it is much more likely to happen. So do that. Plan and prioritize your sleep. It is crazy important, just as important as your exercise, just as important as your nutrition. Plan it. Prioritize it. Okay, next up, number four, reduce your stress. Mm. I realize, I get it, gang. Look, this is a tough one. And some stressors seem totally beyond our control. But the truth is, stuff happens and always will happen. We can't control all the stuff out there. But our response is what we can control. And that's what determines our body's stress reaction. When we slow down our response and think rationally through the stressor, the event, the news, whatever, then we can better process things. And we're more empowered to choose our response and not simply have a knee-jerk reaction. It's like the, the stress equivalent of counting to 10 to calm down before you verbally respond to someone when you're mad. You guys know what I'm talking about. Somebody says something or does something and you're so angry. And if you just, whatever's going through your head, if you let that fly out of your mouth, you're going to regret it later. It's the exact same with stress. If we will just chill out in that moment, not just let our body run wild, then we can have such a better overall response to that event. So let's think about this. Let's say you just saw on the news that the coronavirus is spreading, or you just got a phone call that your kid got in trouble at school, or that your sister was in a car accident. It doesn't matter. You can pick any stress or any event. The next thing that usually happens is we have what seems like a totally uncontrollable automatic reaction. Our heart rate shoots up. Maybe we start sweating and our brain is filled with all of these worst case scenarios. We're caught in this big, like, fight-or-flight, emotional, and often irrational tornado. But here's the thing. It doesn't have to happen that way, guys. You can train yourself to step out of that, step out of that tornado and think rationally, logically about what just happened. You're basically, like, intentionally choosing to stay calm, to not let your emotions and thoughts run wild and process things. Maybe you call a friend, you say a prayer, or maybe listen to some music as you think through things and process these things. You're not avoiding and sticking your head in the sand. It's important to know that. You're just using your power of choice as a human being to not let stress automatically flood your body. And this, my friends, this is a very, very good thing. Because even though we can't see stress, it is is a killer. Oh, man. It's like pouring invisible poison into our body's ecosystem that I mentioned earlier. Not good. Not good, gang. 
So look, I know everything I just described described can be really, really tough. It's so tough to like step into that tiny, tiny little gap between whatever happens and then our body's instant reaction. But there's that tiny gap and it's so hard to step into that. So how about this? (laughs) How about we just start with not being scared to death about coronavirus? Now, look, please understand, I'm not belittling what's going on. I'm not saying that I'm an expert and it's no big deal. Not at all. What I'm saying is that it doesn't help to be consumed by anxiety and fear 24-7. That, my friends, is massive stress. So, be responsible. Wash your hands. Take care of your body. And I hate to break it to you, but that's all you can do. Okay, gang, (laughs) that's my two cents on doing all you can to prime your body to fight off COVID-19 or any other infection for that matter. Get and stay as healthy as possible by, number one, exercising regularly and not going too hard too often, grinding yourself to a nub, as I call it. Number two, Give your body the right ingredients to have a really healthy and strong ecosystem by eating high-quality whole foods on a consistent, underlined, bold-faced, consistent basis. Number three, for goodness sakes, say no to the hustle and the grind culture and start prioritizing sleep, striving for an average of eight or maybe even more hours per night. And lastly, number four, Reduce your stress. Actively, consciously, intentionally reduce your stress by realizing that you have the power to slow down and step in that gap and choose your response to any and all events. Think rationally and don't get swept up into emotional tornadoes. (sighs) Okay, gang, that's it. I hope you have a great weekend. And remember, as always, there's more to you. You incredible thing, you than what you weigh, and losing weight is really always about gaining life. Mm, mm, mm. Now, before we wrap up, did you know that 97% of people who try to lose weight fail? And this is because most people have a completely backwards approach and they keep trying the same old things over and over again, even though it didn't work the previous 15 times they tried it. Look, if you want to finally be successful with your body and health, it all starts with unlearning everything you've heard and absorbed over the years from the media, the internet, and so-called fitness gurus. And this is why I'm creating a free audio program called Catalyst. I want to show you the usual thought process and actions that people take that lead to that 97% failure rate. And then I'll explain what to do instead. I'll walk you through the three-step process that I use with my clients, and I'll tell you how we flip that backwards approach that most people take and then just really simplify things so that results come so much more easy, so much more easy, so much easier, whatever, um, than doing some crazy restrictive diet or grueling workout six days a week. So if you want to lose weight, like if you're ready to really do it and quit like fooling around and get in shape, then this will be a game changer for you. And the best part is, like I said earlier, the program is absolutely free. So if you want to register for Catalyst right now, just click on the show notes for this episode. And there should be a link in there that says register for Catalyst. (laughs) 
or you can go visit my website and just scroll to the bottom of the homepage. And uh, my website's CoreyLittleCoaching.com. You can find it on the show notes as well. So that's it, gang. Um, I pray that you and your family are safe from coronavirus and uh, that we all can kind of weather this storm and, and make it through. So I can't wait to connect with you again. Much love. God bless. Take care. Bye-bye.